What's going on, everybody? Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man here. Welcome back, everyone, to episode number 30. Jesus, we've done 30 of these things? Good Lord. Uh, episode 30 of No Bucks Given, right here on the Horny Goat YouTube channel. Of course, the Horny Goat Podcasting Network, where you can listen to us on all your favorite podio. Uh, podio. We're off to a good start. <clears throat> no, no, no bloopers. Uh, where, where you can listen to us on your favorite audio platforms. Uh, you guys know me. I am Connor, a.k.a. Mr. Marvel 613 case you can't tell i'm a far marvel fan and uh we got with us today the wonderful uh the power couple of the horny goat channel we got jp and heather what up family what's going on man pulled a bunch of weeds today holy shit smoked a bunch of weeds no 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 oh, oh that i had weeds that was last I, had, I had a weed garden going in my front yard do so you I now had, i did have to <laughs> clean it up so i was up pulling weeds this morning it took me what about three hours Ugh. But I, they're pretty much all cleaned up except the little thingies around the house. Ah, the good old little thingies. Yeah, we do have, we do have, we have blood weed corner. Yeah, he did have a lot of weeds. Yeah, she actually, she actually helped me pull weeds this morning. <laughs> yeah, put it. Listen, child labor. You got to start them young. Uh, <laughs> how how you doing, Heather? I'm doing good. I need some candy to keep myself awake. What's up, Jerry? How you guys uh, holding up after the uh, the COVID reco uh, recovery? You guys uh, pretty much back to normal? I mean, I was clear. We cleared Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. We were cleared on Tuesday. Excellent. So my daughter now is, she. well, she was in the hospital last night. She's feeling much better today. Good. She had COVID, but she's kind of a hypochondriac. Overdramatic person. She's an overdramatic person. She's a lot like Paige. <clears throat> I have a few people like that in my family, so I, I get what you're get you're coming from. Uh, welcome everyone in the chat joining us live here. We got of course Alpha Federico and Paul Arzola. Thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate it. If you guys haven't subscribed to the channel yet here on Horny Goat, make sure you do so. YouTube.com/slash Horny Goat. You can check out all the cool stuff we do here on the channel. Tons of video gameplay this week. Uh, we did HGGM mode, which was infinitely funnier than any of us ever expected it to be. Uh, we also it did. Good. I thought it was a good show. That was it was it was it was it was a good stream. Uh, we played a little bit of Fall Guys, uh, of course, the Marvel Roundtable as we're now entering Phase Four. So a lot of cool stuff. Make sure you check it out. And of course, like I said, listen to us on your favorite podcast platforms. You listen to this show and the Marvel Roundtable on your favorite platforms like Google, Spotify, and all of that jazz. Um, so of course, uh, this is No Bucks Given. Where we talk about all sorts of crazy, wacky stuff that's going on in the world. Uh, if you guys are not watching us on the YouTube version, uh, <laughs> I'm donning a Spider-Man mask because. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. Why, why not? They're not here. You know, they're not here for the million dollar looks. They're here for, for Spidey. It's it's Sony is going to come after my ass pretty soon. So um, so it is just myself. It is JP. It is Heather. Uh, Basement is having, unfortunately, some internate issues, which blame Canada. Uh, so it's just going to be uh, the three of us or four of us, if you include Wendy this blame evening. Canada. Blame Canada. See, he can't defend it. He can't defend it. So. <laughs> we win. He would bring Canada too, more specifically Rogers. But oh god! But um, if you guys want to join along in the different conversations we are going to be talking about this evening, join us as you check out all the different articles listed in the description box below. Love to hear your thoughts on everything we're talking about. And since tonight, 
<laughs> I literally forgot it was SummerSlam tonight. Everybody did. I was highly disappointed in the show. Might as well start off with some wrestling talk. Now, now I didn't watch SummerSlam at all. I basically caught up with uh, Twitter highlights. Um, from what I've seen from the Twitter highlights, meh. Yeah. So, okay. The show itself was pretty good. The wrestling was really good. I I don't think there was a match any lower than three stars. To be honest with you, if I was going to book it, uh-huh. you have this big event, and every title is on the line. Not what? And Wait, was every title not on the line? A single fucking one of them <laughs> changed fucking hand. The Intercontinental title okay, wasn't. See, that, the, the I forgot. On on one title was not on the line. I'm sorry. I apologize. But you're going to have all of these fucking titles on the fucking line, and not a single one of them changes in a show like this? Failure. The show failed on that aspect. Now, was it good wrestling? Sure. Was it entertaining? Sure. I'm going to tell you right now, the end, the, 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 the main event match was shit because of the ending. Complete shit. When are they going to fucking drop this bloodline bullshit? This is why I don't think WWE is changing shit anytime soon or ever. They are so worried that they're, they're so afraid to take a fucking chance. And you would think Triple H, who has creative control, and I know every, I, I know, Ooh. here's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, this is this show has been booked by Triple H. I'm going to call utter bullshit right now. I'm going to tell you right now, Vince McMahon was on the phone and said, you better not fuck up SummerSlam. What I have booked is what we are fucking doing. This show needed a title change, and not one title was changed. Bianca Belair needs to lose the title. Quick, fast, and in a fucking hurry. She is both her and Liv Morgan are underwhelming as champions. They make Ronda Rousey look like an idiot. You don't do that to one of the biggest stars that you have ever had on the women's side. Whether people fucking like Ronda on the mic or not, that woman can fucking fight. You want to build a fucking company around her? Around somebody? Build it around her. Because that is the female Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody fucking says. You can tell me I'm fucking wrong. You're wrong. Ronda Rousey should be the champion and you should build around her. Especially with Charlotte not there right now. Because right now, Charlotte and Ronda Rousey are the two best wrestlers in the world at what they do today. If you let Ronda Rousey go, I will say this, Ronda Rousey needs a mouthpiece. What did you think, Heather? Did you, I know, did you watch SummerSlam with JP? Yes, I did. And I agree to certain points. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, Bloodline's being built as a heel faction. Mm-hmm. Heel factions over time have always had run-ins. Yep. But every time? Every time. Almost every time, depending on the faction. Terrible. Roman Reigns has been booked to be a monster, right? Essentially. 
Like he's unbeatable. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Now he can't do anything on his fucking own. He has to have the help of his two fucking dipshit cousins. It's kind of the point. But he doesn't. That's my point. My point is he doesn't need that help. C- correct. Which is which is why it's such a heel thing to do. Look, look, look. So, so sorry, Heather. I didn't mean to cut you off. If you were gonna keep going. So the first thing I'm going to say before I before I get into any opinions about this is that I'm basing this off of the fact that I have not seen the show. So I'm only basing it off of brief Twitter highlights and the results posted. Um, so I can't I can't really comment on the matches. The whole idea that a show like SummerSlam, uh, I respectfully disagree about the title change thing because there have been WrestleManias where titles haven't changed hands. And yeah, th- th- this well, I... good. So I will say I will say this. I personally, there has to be some sort of change, a title change at show, whether it's a mid card title, or it would have benefited. You know, I'm not going to disagree you know, with you on that. Well, wait, right. no, there was a title change. I'm stupid. There was a title change, wasn't there? No. Didn't Lashley win the U.S. title from Theory? He was the champion. Oh, okay. I thought I thought Theory was the title from him on a SmackDown. Oh, okay. So I thought I thought that I thought Lashley won the title from Theory. Okay, or uh, tonight. Okay, but I mean, but but okay. I mean, hell, if that's the title change you would have done, that would have been the way to do it. Um, pivotal, pivotal shows or or big four shows should have bigger longing, you know, impacts in terms of like major title changes. So like, uh fucking uh you know like SummerSlam and mania and survivor series and and maybe the rumble depending but the rumble's kind of 50 50 um would it have been the place and time to do it absolutely because this is the first not only is it the first like big show uh following vince's departure but it is like the first big four show that's following vince's departure so it's a it's a prime opportunity to make a statement and from what i've biggest show wwe has yep and um at least that's how it's built. You know, we talked about this last week when we were talking about Vince taking over, and we, we kind of all agreed in terms of, like, do we expect immediate change? And so I kind of take that as, like, a 50-50 thing of, like, you know, could could have <laughs> could Triple H have, like, basically taken the ideas that Vince had laid out for SummerSlam, throw, wrap, you know, crumple it up and throw it away? Absolutely. Do I see Triple H's uh, booking style from or, or, or mindset from NXT sprinkled in throughout the show? Absolutely, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When it comes to the wrestling aspect, mm-hmm. he let them. The, the, I Triple H's hands off. I mean, yeah, he he's you know he's okay. We need to do this, 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 and this. This is the story we're telling. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the in ring stuff, he's gonna let those. That's why NXT was so good and is still pretty good in my eyes because he lets them do what they are expected to do in the ring. Yeah. They wouldn't be in WWE if they didn't think that they could wrestle the WWE style. Yes, they need to be taught that. Yeah. And and that's what the performance center is for. And that's kind of what NXT is. It's okay, this you're actually we're gonna it's like a test run to see if you have what it takes to get to the main roster. That's what NXT is for. Which is one of the reasons why I think it was so ass backwards when like the the disconnect between the main roster and NXT because WWE is so overproduced uh, to the point yes. where 
you know, like the earpieces, the referee. Like, let me let me put it this way: from what I understand, and I could be wrong; I could be talking out of my ass to an extent. The things they do on the bigger shows, the weekly shows, the pay per views, as far as like the earpieces, the referees getting signals from Gorilla, and 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 you know the the signals and stuff. That shit's happening on house shows too. It's not like it's limited to anything. It's kind of it's kind of necessary because if they go over the referee in the earpiece is like we got to go home, guys. Correct. I understand that for the bigger shows. But right. the house shows? Do you really need to implement that much of a strict strategy? But anyway, the the point I'm making is that um we don't know how much is how much of Vince's webbing, <laughs> goddamn that's dirty, uh, is is intertwined, <laughs> is intertwined in the creative aspect and and how far they book shit out. We've heard everything from oh they booked out pay per views months in advance or they pencil in ideas, usually more so for Mania season. But I've also we've also heard how Vince has torn up the script the night before the day or hell fucking an hour before they go on. So it's hard for like me to sit here and say like, oh, well, you know, the point is, could Triple H have completely rewritten everything? Absolutely. I mean, shit, they can do in theory. They can do anything they want at this point. Vince is not, you know, in the in the in the driver's seat. Um, If I was a betting man. What I would probably say is that Triple H is like, all right, let's get to SummerSlam. Let's get to where we were supposed to be at this point in time. And then we'll, Monday, we're going to start, we're going to start, you know, and he's probably started planting seeds for certain things during SummerSlam, more so the undercard, like bringing in, um, I know I, you're saying they brought in Io, Io Sky now, Bailey's yep. back, which probably that was planned. Kota Kai is back. That, so that that raised my eyebrow. I was like, hmm. Triple H saying we are going to bring back people that we thought that I think is going to. They you looked at the, you look at their raw roster. They have eight former champions. They have Oscar Dakota Kai. Well, Dakota Kai is not a former champion. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. um, Io Shirai, mm-hmm. um. Who else did I say? There's, there's like, I mean, their raw is pretty stacked in the women's with division. The women's division, <laughs> and they have, they yeah. have ten people that they could build around. Literally, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Is that there, there's, there's Dude, little. Look, I, I could book a two-hour show with those ten women alone. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is that I think that what they're, what, what. And again, I'm I'm somewhat talking out of my ass here. If it, it based off of the way Triple H has done things and and the way I think he thinks, um, he he would be the type of person to be like, let's get to SummerSlam. We're gonna we're gonna do these small things here and there. Maybe change a couple of matches or outcomes. Maybe not the big stuff like the Roman Brock shit. Um, and maybe even like a couple of other matches. But like everything else, I would feel like he like either didn't change much or he changed just enough to I'm, I don't know why I'm touching his nipples to just enough right. to, to get it going now the Ronda Rousey thing I yeah, mm, that that's a t- that's a tough one showed her getting screwed over for the second time now mm. for a championship because 
It very is clearly she... shows Liv Morgan tapping before the ref counted three, but the ref was too busy looking at Ronda's shoulders. Was Ronda like fully healed going into this, or she's babyface? No, she she was she was, ba- she was babyface pretty much. So then this is a heel turn planting. Like that's yeah. that's so what that's planting, and yeah. she should be a heel. Absolutely, because... she should be. But but I will say this. Liv Morgan holds not even one iota of a candle to Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey kicked the fuck out of her tonight. Well, Ronda, Rousey showed, Ronda Rousey showed how much better she is than just about every woman on that fucking roster tonight, in my eyes. So Ronda's a bit of a... Ronda's tough because, like, not not well, literally, yes, but in terms of booking because... I don't know about you, but from what I saw and heard from reactions, not too many people were too thrilled when she came back. Not too many people were too excited when she came back. And well, it's not because they believe, the, they believe the dirt sheets and the fact that she is this person that hates everything with the LGBTQ. So here, here's the thing: people don't else, like man. her because they all oh, the, the this is you fucking ruin Liv Morgan and fucking everybody else on the roster. But you have to build around somebody, and Liv Morgan is not somebody you're going to build that company around. I agree with you on that, 100%. But that's what people are, and I'm not yelling, but that's what people are saying. They literally uh, think Liv Morgan is somebody that you can build around. Like, who the fuck are you people that think that Liv Morgan is the future of the wrestling business? She's not even fucking close. The people that are the future of the wrestling business, and justifiably so, are the four horsewomen. And Natalia, every now and then, because they are literally the best wrestlers in the world. Bianca Belair, if she would stop with the fucking hopping and skipping and the fucking wood rat bullshit, I would probably like her a lot better, but she... Jade Cargill is almost as good as she is. Bianca Belair is terrible. I cannot stand the way she fucking wrestles. It's shown tonight. Becky is by far way better than she is, which goes to show that Bianca Belair is not ready to be in the position that she's in. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Watching her, was it was bad tonight. She was off kilter. What about you, Heather, about, like, Ronda in general? I guess the women's division in general, uh, as far as kind of what JP was saying. For me, for me, what it comes down to is with them bringing back Dakota Kai, Io Shirai, and letting, be- and letting Bailey come out of injury is the boost that the Raw div- women's division needed because of the fact that I feel like that has been lacking for, like, six years now. Agreed. And uh, shout out real quick. Cody is in the chat who is actually there at SummerSlam. Uh, So he just said he got starstruck because he just saw Triple H in his car uh, passing him by. That's pretty awesome. Uh, What's up, Tim? Also joining us saying the storyline dictated that Ronda lose to turn her heel in the fashion that she lost, uh, which is basically what I said. Yeah, earlier about about this. this I I agreed with this with her snapping and attacking the referee and Liv Morgan at the end of the match. It it fits the story for what she needs to do to become heel. Yeah. Um, 
with the with the opening match, which was Becky versus Bianca, Becky turned face and is now basically partnering up partnering up with Bianca to take on this new faction of sorts of Io Shirai, Bailey, and fucking Dakota Kai. I saw that, which I which I did. I'm not gonna lie, I I am slightly intrigued. Um, I am intrigued as well, and I actually liked that they just only had the standoff in the ring against yep. each other. Yeah, nothing else happened. I liked that. He what, did it. What's that? The standoff yeah, between Bailey and Bailey and company. That was one of the very few things I liked about the show. You said you didn't. You said it made no fucking <laughs> sense for them to go out there and just stare at each other. Oh no, I didn't like how then all of a sudden Becky came in and then they're just like all the all three of them are backing off. Like it's three on two. Go beat the shit out of them. That's what I would have done. I didn't like the way they backed off. Uh, okay. And I brought up the point that Bailey may not be fully cleared to wrestle just yet, and that's why they just backed off because so, the numbers weren't actually there. So he, here's the way I would interpret it: is that like if you're bringing in, you're essentially bringing Io Shirai and Dakota Kai. I know you're bringing Dakota Kai back, but you're bringing these two women up to the main roster, right? So mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna get shit on for this. I don't care. You're basically treating them as like the NXT rookies coming up to the big leagues. So they're going to be seen uh, in some capacity as the the, the backup to, to Bailey, Bailey being the yeah. main star. So when you have and you're trying to position Bianca Belair, I know JP's going to disagree with me as far as this actual opinion, but in terms of the way they want to have this perceived, be- Becky and Bianca being on the same level as far as ability, champions, blah, 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 that's probably why they back down, to create that perception. Whether or I not that's... It. You're right, yeah. I get it. But I, as a, as a person that watched these people in NXT, can't buy it. You know, right, I was going to say, it's, it, it's, it's, it's not going to translate to everybody, which I completely no, un- I understand. Why, that's the only reason that I had an issue with it. If you're going to debut these two, I would have had them go eat shit fucking nuts and just beat the shit out of both of them. That's what I would have done. I would have. No, you said you would have had Becky turn on Bianca right at well, that, that moment. That's what I thought no, was that's the buildup. That's what's going to yes. happen. That's, exactly. that's, that's the payoff that, down the road. It's all of Ruse, and Becky is going to be the one that turns and is actually yeah, yeah, the yeah. leader of the faction. So what would probably, I mean, what I would, I, it, to, to kind of do a middle of the way here, probably would have done a thing where like Bailey would have sicked Io Shirai and Dakota Kai, rolled out, and then, you know, clothesline yeah. out, you know, you know, basic shit. But anyway, the, the point, the bigger message I was trying to say here is that like, and this goes back to the wrestling stuff when I was doing stuff, is that we, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't know Sorry, I just looked up and I saw you scratching JP's back. I know, I know. It's it sucks, man. I have to dislocate my shoulder. Um, I just can't. I just can't reach. I feel that's a gift right there. Um, So you know, we. I don't know what happens in creative. I don't know the extent of no, stuff. We, of we, 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 hear, we hear different things from different people and, and things change all the time. And, you know, obviously there's, there's a d- deeper conversation of, you know, uh, Vince is, how much is Vince really going to have involved with the creative, even though he's out of the company, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
And we even we we all agree change is not going to come immediately. So I'll be very honest in saying that the stuff that we did see that had Triple H's like signature booking style, I am shocked that we saw in this show. To be very transparent with you, because I thought we weren't going to see shit of that. Because I kind I kind of figured we were going to see the wrestling be more like, more forefront in yeah. this show, which it was. Um, and it looked like an, a Triple H and NXT ish style the old black and gold nxt like what was the i'll be honest if this is going to be the style that's going to be forward in the main roster i'll probably start watching a little bit more frequently so so the it probably won't be weekly no, but no it'll be at the no. pay-per-views the pay-per-views are going to be where the payoffs you're going to see uh I what mean, is it called premium events or whatever the fuck yeah, premium live events. Yeah, yeah, premium live events, which is I don't mind them being called that because know, you're not really paying funny. for it anymore. With you're your not watching yeah, streaming super streams. Um, like when I take a piss after I'm drinking. I, Go ahead. The match where I literally seen a lot of NXT was the tag team title match. Mm. Jeff Jarrett. Although there are times <laughs> where I question his motives. Yeah, I'm not a fan of him going into the Hall of Fame because I literally don't think he really deserves it, but I can understand why WWE did it. More family lineage than anything, but yeah. Exactly. He's a good referee. Like, how many times did it come? <laughs> to, he he was well, this close yeah. on a couple of the false finishes where he stopped right before. It was great timing. It, and it looked NXT-ish. You know, well, the be- false finishes, but there weren't they weren't finishing moves, so to speak. They were the signature. Which is finishes what it should be. That were impactful. Right. It, it was good. And now, that that you could see and there you yeah. could see a lot of lot of NXT Triple H kind of things. Right. And Shawn Michaels kinds of <laughs> things in the booking, the finishes. Yep. Um, not in the finishes, because I don't think Triple H. If Triple H was b- running this show, I'm pretty sure he would have changed at least three titles. Now, I don't want to spend too, too much time on SummerSlam, but the, the, the one thing I'll just wrap up with is the main event. Now, now I know that we were talking a little bit about earlier about the whole like bloodline shit. I'll get to that in a second. Um, I think it's no surprise Roman retaining. Not really too much of a shocker there. Uh, did, did like the fact that Austin Theory even showed up for a hot minute. If, if nothing else to remind people uh i mean i know he has the money in the bank briefcase and i know he lost against lashley but right if if, if you if you that's actually one of the things i actually liked about miz's run with the money not the last the first time is that he would like tease cashing it in almost on a weekly basis which was which was cool because you didn't know when the real one was going to be and so it kind of you know counterbalanced that so i i like the fact that it's like we're gonna let him get the shit kicked out of him here just to remind you on the bigger stage that there's so, your guy you're going to keep your eye on a theory. So theory never teased the cash in. He said he was going to cash in. He never, he never teased. So a, so a slight Reigns tease. Wasn't, Roman Reigns didn't have a match. He never had a match. He hasn't been a smack. No, no tonight, tonight, tonight. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about the tease tonight in they terms of yeah. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Yeah. Tonight. He's probably going to cash in at Clash at the Castle. 
Well, I mean, whatever. The, the point is, is that I like the fact that they threw it in there. But to your argument about the bloodline thing, um, it's getting old, man. I, I get the fr- I get the frustration, but at the same time, I also understand that that's that is the way to topple a monster because if you have one heel person running rough sh- like like a big show or a lesnar or i only use big show because of the size or roman tearing through the competition by themselves it is harder to it goes along with oscars and goldberg's winning streaks yeah to an extent yes it, it it's it's not that you can't have someone slay the beast or slay the streak or whatever the fuck you want to call it um, but it, it, it makes it a little, uh, trickier cause it's like, well, this person defeated all these other pieces, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can, you know, semantics. The faction is there to create not only a barrier between the baby face and the heel and the main guy, but also be like, well, he wouldn't have been as successful if it wasn't for X, Y, and Z. Everyone's done it with usually like, or not everyone. Most people have done it with like a manager or a mouthpiece or this or a partner or a lackey or a tag team or fuck. The four horsemen was pretty much that was pretty much that. I mean, granted, they obviously got successes in their own fields in terms of mid card tag team, etc. But that's what the horsemen were. That's what evolution was. That's what um, uh, not all, but but a lot of bigger factions like when Miz had fucking the Miz or the the B team and. Um, you, you know, there, there's there's a focal point star, and then they have these other people to back them up. So the Usos, I think, were there uh, not only for meat shields, but to kind of subjectively push this idea of Roman wouldn't be as successful as he would be now if it wasn't for Heyman, if it wasn't for the Usos. And I'll be very honest, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bloodline stuff doesn't end uh, before the end of the year, I hope so. I'm just getting this is getting overdone, and it's just it's just. You got me right thing. back. You go. Um, <laughs> I do want to say a couple of things. Number one, Aaron, I love Roman Reigns. I really do. I think he's he's got it. He's it. He's the man. But please make him the man. If you're gonna make him the man, make him the man. Don't. This is why I don't like him being with the bloodline and having to utilize the bloodline. That's just me personally. And Becky, she should be, she is a very good wrestler. I don't give a shit about what she says outside of the ring or she says on the promo. Is it bad? Sure. She sounds like she needs to fucking take a breath every 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. However, we are frozen just keep talking. And it's back now. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. Um, I I just don't. I like Roman. I think I think he is a very good champion. I just don't like the the over overdoneness of the run-ins. I don't like run-ins only when they are needed. And it would have been great if they didn't have a run-in between these two. Because you know what's going to happen. This this is just going to extend that feud. Yeah. Because yeah. Roman well, didn't beat Brock Lesnar on his own. 
last man standing matches or any but i will say fucking flipping the ring with a tractor i don't give a shit that was fucking amazing the entertainment value that that half that that shit that that's a moment in a fucking big show that made sense i mean if you're gonna blow off the feud but i don't think it's gonna blow i don't think it's blowing off the feud have they had a hell in a cell Wait, yes, they did. In, 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 um, I don't know if it was Hell in a Cell, but they had a steel cage match at Crown Jewel. I know, but I I was going to say the only thing that could really top that would either be an Iron Man match or a Hell in a Cell. That's really the only two matches that you can do with them at this point. And I don't think they've done. You have the issue with the Usos running in, so the only way to stop the Usos from running in would be Hell in a Cell. I would, I would honestly have an Iron Man Hell in a Cell match. (laughs) Fuck it. Put both of them together. Um, but speaking of overdoneness, let's talk a little bit about the um, the Ric Flair last match shit. Uh, yeah. if, so just to get the wrestling talk out of the way, um, for those of you who don't know, StarCast 5, I believe, uh, is also taking place this weekend uh, with the main focal point, uh, I agree with the other, uh, is the the surrounding of Ric Flair's last match, his last match, his last last match, and his last 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 match. For realsies, for super realsies this time, um, where he will be teaming up with his new son-in-law, Andrade El Idolo, against the tag team of Jeff Jarrett and... Uh, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. The man who trained him, publicly trained him, uh, and was not fit to be on the card for, for this this show on Sunday. Look, I, I am a fan of Ric Flair uh, to an extent. Uh, legend, no doubt. Uh, 16-time world champion. I mean, his his mark on this industry is absolutely legendary. I think he's the, one of the... I, I, he's my number one guy. If I... If I was to book build a show and Ric Flair was as Ric Flair was back in the day. Ric Flair in his prime he I, I would I would pick Ric Flair over any fucking buddy. So He's my the, guy. Only, the only thing is for me, I cannot see beyond what this actually is. I cannot see it's the, the it's, a it's a cash grab. It's a cash grab. Yeah. And you know, obviously Conrad is the one behind the scenes as far as hosting everything with StarCast. For those of you who don't know, Conrad is Ric Flair's other son-in-law. Um, and so I'm not surprised by this, but at the same time, it's like he uh, just like the, the, the WrestleMania send-off that he had in Orlando was perfect. was you couldn't there. There was no way to top that. So every time that these old timers wrestle, it ruins their legacy. Their legacy, in well, my eyes, yeah. Like like the the Shawn Michaels, and Kane, the Undertaker Shawn retiring Shawn Michaels, it ruined that retirement. Yep. Um. Ric Flair wrestling again after Shawn Michaels retired, it ruins that fucking match. Which I mean, was he, a pretty good match, which a lot of people consider their most favorite match of all time in WWE. Flair stated in an interview that the main, the only reason he went to TNA was for the money. Like, and and it's like no fucking duh. But 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 I'm right there with you as far as like, you know, 
you didn't really see this much in the past, right? I mean, I think the only the only exception was Terry Funk. He he retired fucking three times in a week, and then uh, he'd come back. You know, you know what I mean? Right. But like that's an inside joke. But I mean, obviously Terry is definitely done. Done. I I get like so, and this is one of the, the, the one of the more frustrating things about wrestling is that like. And and I can't say wrestling. Everything in general, it's it's the nostalgia of it, right? You have nostalgic yeah. feelings for wrestlers or moments or matches or whatever. And this goes outside of of that too, as far as like you know TV shows and blah blah blah. Whatever. But the point is, is that industries want to milk nostalgia as much as humanly possible, and so you know Flair is banking on this to be. It's it's what all of Starcast is built around, which is the mm-hmm. part that blows my mind. If it wasn't for him and Dusty Rhodes, Starcast would not have been as big as it was. Starcade. That Starcast is a like a like a Comic Con like type deal thing. But the right? Po- but right but right but the point is is that like I wouldn't have built around this. I, I mean, on, on it's really tricky because on one hand, the sentiment is nice. It's it's appreciative. It's like an it's like a Ric Flair Appreciation Night kind of deal, right? Like okay. I can get behind well, that. What we cool. Do for him. I mean, last night they did the roast of Ric Flair, so I saw some clips of that. But but and, and like, cool, fine. I'm I'm fine with like honoring the man's legacy. All in favor of that. But you mean to tell me this like I'm seventy this seventy something year old man who has fasciitis in one of his feet and he can barely well not barely but he has trouble walking. You're gonna put him in the ring with three other men. I mean, we all know it. We, we, Anybody in their fucking mind that didn't think it was going to be a tag team match? I mean, come the fuck on. Um, I, I just don't... I don't understand. Like, like, what's preventing him from doing this in a week? Nothing. Other than death and, 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 and injury. And my point is, is that, like, you know, like you just said, with, like, the, the Shawn Michaels thing coming out of retirement, it's like, like, you see all these old-timers just go and go and go and go, and I feel like it's more prominent now than it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago when someone would stay retired for the most part, Terry Funk being the exception, they would be retired for real. And it's just, it, it just, it, it makes me feel so sad for flair. I'll be very honest. I have no trouble saying this. I respect the man for his contributions into the business. Um, but I, it, it just makes me like really, I, I feel bad for him to be very honest with you, to see him that he, has to do this on some he level. Whether, well, he does not have to do this at all. This is his own ego telling him he needs I, to I, do I, this. I was about to say, it's either something from an emotional uh, level or from a financial level. He has to do this. True. I can agree with the both aspects. That's the, that's the part that is just like... I, I Shaking my head. I just don't... I, I don't like it. When I, I don't understand the the stupid flippy I'm a the that they're doing the, I hate to say this the AEW fans love that this is happening because they think really? they're gonna oh yeah oh yeah. Where, where do you think three of the guys wrestle, or two of the guys wrestle? They're in no, AEW. no, no. I, I, I get that, but like, but, here, but here's they love this shit. The, them, <sighs> they, these wrestling fans today. This is the kind of shit they want to fucking see. They want to see a seventy-two-year-old man get in the fucking ring and get his ass beat. 
which makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. In if anybody thinks that Ric Flair is actually going to do anything in this match, except for probably do a low blow and then bleed profusely for about fifteen minutes, he'll do. He'll do. He'll do. He'll do the top rope bump. As dumb a wrestling fan as anybody else I have ever fucking seen. He's not going to fucking do anything. The man, like Connor said, the man can barely fucking walk. What makes you think he's going to be able to do anything inside the ring? Well, if he's going to, I, I will, I will make a bet right now or a prediction. I shouldn't say bet because I'm fucking broke. Um, like Flair. Um, I bet you the the most physical thing he does in this match is the the top turnbuckle. Someone carries him and. That, that's we it. We'll be completely surprised if he does that. I mean, he Why? did. He, they, well, they showed they showed Jay Lethal training him with doing that, and that. But that, I'm, I'm saying that's that is the biggest spot that he will be in in that match, guaranteed. Oh. As far as physical activity, he's gonna do the he's yeah. gonna do the low blow. He's gonna do the no 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 the low blow the strut the figure four uh, maybe a you know the thumb to the eye you know the the the, the mo. But it just it I. It's sad. I hate to say that, but it's it. sad. So, so, Federico, I love Ric Flair. I've said it, and I've said it numerous times. Everybody that associates with me knows that Ric Flair is my number one guy. He's bigger to me than Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's bigger to me than John Cena. He's he's one of the four pillars of wrestling for me. If I had a Mount Rushmore. I would put Ric Flair on there four fucking times. That's how much I think of Ric Flair. <clears throat> but I will not stoop to any level to watch this man wrestle at 70. I think he's 72. He's the same yeah. age as my dad, who passed away. Come on, man. Anybody that wants to see this stuff, you clearly, you clearly have no business watching wrestling. Uh, well, these are also the same fans that loved the fact that fucking Nick Gage brought a fucking pizza cutter to his match with Chris Jericho. And had a Domino's commercial while it was going on. The best part. Remember that? That was the best part. I mean... They got in trouble for that. Well, no shit they got in trouble for that. But I mean, it... it like, do your homework. Yeah. Like... Meaning Tony Khan, like bring that, like fine, that that's fine that he did that, whatever. But like, when you, the timing of what, it. Yeah. What, what are you gonna expect? I mean, the Domino shit was just fucking hilariously coincidental. I mean, that that's just that's me material. But, but like, you know what you're getting yourself into. It's like if you, it, it's like if you, it, it's the equivalent of like, oh, I booked Abdullah the Butcher for like a uh, a technical submission match. Did you know? Did you really? Is that why he that brought man, like four? That, four... Man, that man used a shank. At every yeah, I was about to say, match. is that why he's bringing so, four forks like with him to the ring? I liken this man, and the reason that I say the AEW fans because if you've watched AEW recently, every week there is blood in like three matches. There is color in like three of the matches weekly on AEW, and um, of course. Every single fucking time John Moxley is in one of those fucking matches. Three weeks in a row, he's been in a match where he has bled. Uh, real Wait, fast, just to, just to kind of piggyback real fast to the last thing we're talking about. Uh, coming out of uh, Fightful Select, 
the new stable of Bailey, Dakota Kai, and um, Io Shirai. This new stable is indeed a product of the new WWE regime. We've heard that the stable was actually pitched quite a while ago before Dakota Kai's release, and Vince McMahon rejected it. So that's what I'm saying. There is a, there is that little. I just now I did say when that happened. What did I say? Remember what I said? I could be wrong about this being them being able to turn the corner and get away from Vince. And then the show happened, and it just looked. The wrestling, yes, is different. But the finishes and the booking and who they have, where they're at, is not going to change. And people want them to change that stuff. And but, I can um, tell you right now, there are people that are pretty upset. I being one of them because they had a chance, they had a chance to prove me wrong, and and kind of take a chance, take a chance, change a champion. It's okay. If it doesn't work, then you can put the title right back fucking on them. It's okay. But take a chance. That's my issue. Nobody takes a chance in wrestling anymore. That's where I have an issue. Well, we'll see. Fingers crossed. But, uh, of course, let us know you, what you guys think as I'm trying to multitask here and uh, making sure everything is all streaming well. But uh, speaking of... waiting to change championships until Clash uh, at the Castle, which is literally... Monday, Wednesday. Four, Wait. five days from now. Four days. I thought that was in September, no? August. August 3rd. Oh, that's why they pushed fucking SummerSlammer. That, okay, now that makes, okay. That makes a lot of I sense now. I think, I think it is August 3rd. But, um, but anyway, speaking of Ric Flair, talk about herpes. Uh, mm. Can't, can't think of a better transition than that. So, uh, fun little uh, article that our good friend, our wonderful friend Gina found for us, I believe, uh, about ancient herpes. Yeah, but this is this is a this is a fun one. This is, I think this kind of goes along the lines of the WTF uh, WTF news. Well, so, um, categories, yeah. Yeah, scientists have noticed, uh, now sequenced ancient herpes DNA from the rotting teeth of human remains. So researchers who, uh, researchers who the first time successfully sequenced the genome of, ancient herpes, of an ancient herpes strain say our modern-day strain of the virus arose 5,000 years ago. In a study published Wednesday in the journal Science Advances, researchers looked at the remains of four individuals searching over a 1,000-year period. They extracted herpes DNA from their rotting teeth as the viral infection often flares up with mouth infections and sequenced its genome or the complete set of genetic information then researchers compare the ancient DNA to modern day, her uh, modern day herpes samples. The oldest sample dates back to the Iron Age around 1,500 years ago and came from an adult male excavated in Russia's Ural Mountain region. Two other skeletal remains were found in the UK, a female dating to the 6th or 7th century and a male from the late 14th century. Um, so it looks like, the, uh, it looks like <laughs> uh, herpes is here forever. Just about, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Who knew an STD could last so long? I mean, well, yeah. Who, Look who at the conditions life? everybody was living in back then. Of course, herpes has been around for fucking ever. I, I was about <laughs> to say, yeah, there, there's been a lot worse shit. So, I mean, herpes, can't say I'm too, too surprised about this one. But, I mean, that's just fucking hilarious. They were able to find it from fucking 2,000 or close to 2,000 years ago. So, literally towards the birth of Christ. Yeah. Did JC get him? 
No, he, we, no, no. I mean, he did, ha he did have a horror traveling with him. I was about him, to say so. Mary Magdalene. Well, now, come on. I didn't well, say I mean, he slept with her. He I transitioned her, according to the story. Mary Magdalene? Mary Magdalene was transitioned. She became one of his apostles. Oh, Okay, that's not okay. She I was, she's the one that she's talking yes. about. She's yeah. that's the no, no, no. The, the word trans, the the verb transition. I, I wasn't sure what. That's a broad verb, and I wasn't <laughs> sure what that was referring to. So I'm like, okay, that. I I figured that's where you were going. I just wanted to make sure. Um, yes. I wonder what the oldest oldest STD would be. I mean, I mean, obviously herpes is maybe the long. I mean, what 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 do you think the longest? I think herpes is the oldest. oldest. Honestly, I can tell you right now, I think they've all been around forever. But the first one found is probably going to be considered the oldest. All right, here we go. Uh, fucking great Google search history. I'm gonna, <laughs> please no one search my Google history when I die. You can blame it all on, the, on No Bugs Giving because you know what? Every story we've ever come up with, we've needed to do a Google search. <laughs> So apparently, according to the according to Google, according to Google, the first well-recorded European outbreak of what is now known as syphilis occurred in 1949. So if herpes is 1494, 1494. Yeah. Uh, so if that's the oldest one, or yeah, 1949, 1494. Excuse me, calcula. <laughs> gotta love it. Um, so I mean, herpes pre uh, precedes that. So herpes yes. could be the the oldest STD in exist. Well, I know herpes isn't technically an STD, but still. Um, so syphilis being the oldest one, though, I mean, yeah, can't say I'm too surprised. It's not like people had fucking hand sanitizer back in those days. <laughs> Disgusting. I got syphilis from masturbating. I mean, they brushed their teeth with urine for crying out loud. Did they? Yeah, it was considered a tooth whitener because of the uh, ammonia in it. I've been doing it all wrong this whole fucking time. Well, I mean, if you want your breath to smell like urine and ass, I mean, go ahead. What, wait, why would it smell like ass? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I get the urine part. If you're a woman, but... the holes are kind of close together. Oh, well, that, okay, that, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Madame, your teeth are pearly white, but I do believe you have the breath stench of an anus. <laughs> an anus. Oh, God. But um, just a fun little factoid in our WTF moments. But uh, switching gears real quick, um, this one might be a, a little bit more of an interesting take. And this is something that I actually was going to bring up uh, and submit until I believe it was either Heather or Jean. I can't remember which one of you guys uh, posted it about uh, Marvel getting a little bit of under fire wraps about the, uh, the VFX uh, conditions for some of their workers. Now, yes, uh, sometimes they are the marvel studios are forcing months of work to be completely redone literally weeks before it's supposed to be put in theaters yeah so there's been heavy speculation from a couple of different uh people who have worked with uh visual effects companies for marvel studios now for those of you from what i understand marvel does not do most of their visual effects stuff in-house they usually hire an outside company to do so and the biggest frustration not just what heather mentioned as far as like demanding stuff right before the release of the movie but also they don't have a clear idea of what they want until literally they want it done so right. it's not like so for and again i'm going off of what these people are saying is the case um in terms of like 
you know, oh, we, we want to do <laughs> it's wrestling writing. Um, they don't know what they want until they get there. So the idea that they could change their idea visually or conceptually until literally like the last moment, which just from like a, a working environment perspective, I'd be fucking frustrated, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I spent months working on a scene just to be told, no, this is all wrong. Do it over again. Right. Yeah. And you're told, oh, and you have a week to do it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but, but or like and i'm just making a broad example here so like let's say for example i see the gif here of like you know thor trying to catch the invisible mjolnir what if he was like catching a sword like okay we want the sword to be extremely long yellow with like certain indentations on the side right cool they did match it with that boom, boom all right actually we now want the sword to be about half the length in blue yeah with with the, like with like this type of fuck yeah worse than fiverr I, I, as people like Connor, myself, Basement, that have done video editing of some sort, or even just picture editing, yeah, exactly. It is a fucking pain in the ass to get everything to line up perfectly, especially when you're doing cuts, and get it to work right. That being told, no, this is all wrong, do it all over again. One, you better hope that the render didn't go over your original copy. First and foremost. Yep. Two, you got to redo everything that you just did off of the original copy, taking up more room on your computer. And then you have to do what they want and what they want as they change their minds. So I have done that to Heather where she has. <laughs> I had four fucking hours on a one hour video. God. So I, I was sitting there and. I seen something and I am anal when it comes to I. It's weird if I see something and I'm like, "Can you change this?" I, I'm she gonna. Gave that, she I gave can me see that, that look like, and we were living in the apartment at the time, and she's like, "If I didn't have to, if I didn't have to pay for the window, I would throw you out of it right now." So I, I've, I'm that guy that will if I she'll like here. What do you think of this? This is wrong, and I did that. And she's like wanted to throw me out the window. I, I know you know you, you know what's interesting is that I don't I, I that's not much of a stretch as far as like I I can definitely wrap my head around that being a thing. <laughs> but here's, here's the here's the thing that I will say, and I do understand why Marvel they're 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 making billion dollar movies, and if they see something that. But he, that's not the complaint, though. I understand what the complaint is, but I'm just saying they're trying to make it worth a billion dollars, even though, you know, in the first 10 minutes, the movie should be over because <laughs> we should die. But that's why they bring him back to life with the VFX. <laughs> I, I can understand why. If they, if they, they had sat there and brought. I clear ideas of what they wanted for the scene to the VXF company or VFX company, then fine. I agree. With fine. You. Agree. Disagreeing. But when they sit there and say, yeah, just do the best you can with this. And this is the basic idea of what we want, but you, you take your artist license and do what you can with it. And, and I, then they sit there I, and say, I, no, 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 that's not what we want. I get, I get, I get all that. I totally understand all of that, but you also have to look at it from their point of view that we are putting out a billion dollar movie. We're making a billion dollars off of this movie, and it better be worth that billion dollars, or else. Sometimes it's not even with the visual effects. Yes. 
Um, the only thing I will point as a caveat to that, as someone who, you know, obviously we're doing the round table and, and I've, I've seen everything, is that, yeah, I mean, that's not... This doesn't sound like it's something that's uncommon in the movie industry. However, what I think really that that Marvel does to set themselves up set themselves up for failure when it comes to this stuff is announcing the dates of their movies four well, years in advance. I can understand them doing like like Phase Five, right? They announced everything across the board. They wisely. Uh, announced broad time frames for the shows. So the movies have the specific dates lined up and hell, they've even re rearranged and pushed those. I think the Marvels was yeah. supposed to come out before Ant-Man and but, but anyway, the point is they've rearranged shit especially this last year because of COVID and all that bullshit. But my point is is that like with the shows, none of the shows have specific dates until we get much much closer to them, which I think for those shows is what they should do. Mm -hmm. Phase six, they should do the same thing too. Be like, uh, summer of 2025 or fall or winter of 2025. I, I will say this this is why Basement and I totally agree on practical effects. Yes, I can understand why they need CGI at times, like the big fight scenes. I can kind of understand that. But you can do things with practical effects. It's one of the reasons I love Mandalorian. Yes. Yes. Because um, it's such it's small one, scale it's, it's that everything the, can be done more practical it's effects. one of the reasons why I love the original trilogy of Star Wars. Same. Practical yep. effects were so huge. Uh, even Harry Potter, they did practical effects. I mean, yes. Or a mix. CGI. A better mix. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with doing CGI, but you can't have a whole show built around CGI because at some point you're going to see that, yeah, that's CGI. Why are they paying? Why is this nice. person on the marquee? You know what I mean? If they're not going to be there. You've seen that picture of Tom Holland and kissing that fucking green screen guy, right? My point taken. I still it's think like that's a meme, like but... It's like meeting with the gray man. Ryan Reynolds turns into some sort of CGI blob. It's just like, yeah... <laughs> but um half of the shows that marvel has put out that uses heavy cgi that's exactly what fucking happened i mean i can understand an endgame and infinity war when the cgi was needed yeah. because you had such a massive you had a massive scale scale people. of people that you can't i mean you can widen your shot but then again i mean thanos was cgi the pretty much all the bad guys were CGI'd, if I remember correctly. It's funny because, like, when Marvel does the CGI right, it's fucking insane. Yeah, it is, yeah. it is beautiful. It is smooth. It is, it is amazing. And it's bad. You get Endgame or you get Moon Knight. No in between. She Hulk. <laughs> I, I, a lot of people. I don't know if you heard. If you saw the original She Hulk teaser, they did, did way the way back. Oh my and god, that was so bad. So the new one it is definitely much better. There's definitely improvements, and you can tell it's it's been better. But like the first one, just like you can tell, the first ones were rushed out. I I just practical effects like the Jaws. Oh, Why so, was Jaws the, so the, fucking good. The, the point I was going to make was with a Star Wars reference is that like look at those movies. Jaws, another one too, is that you have movies that are timeless. Like 
are they are they realistic looking? To an extent, no. If you really want to sit down and fucking analyze it frame by frame, absolutely not. But that's not the point. That's not why we were there. They weren't a crew. They as weren't. A whole, it just they, works. You, you could everything worked so well that you could kind of see beyond that. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, as someone who is a you know Marvel fanatic, clearly, uh, even me, I'm saying that like there are some where it's like like come on, <laughs> like come on. But I mean, the reason why people hated Attack of the Clones so much it was so heavily CGI. So heavily CGI. There was very few practical effects. Yep. Again, with episode one and episode three, didn't have as many, many much CGI, but there was there was certain things that was green screened and, and such. That's why the prequels got shit on is because there was so much CGI and not practical effects. Now, in, in the last three, they tried to do more practical effects, but again. People hated it because the storyline didn't go the way they, they wanted. wanted it to. But there is a way to make CGI work for the green screen aspect in the background. And actually, John Favreau figured it out with the Lion King that he directed. He went and found actual pictures of the landscape to put on the green screen. Well, he so if you go back and watch the Mandalorian, um, where he has that round table. Yes. He talks and he talks about he talks about the CGI. He there's a way to do it and actually use real people instead of fucking using fucking computer generated. I think I remember seeing something like that when he was mentioning that, or or it might have been somewhere else where like <clears throat> what they did, and this is in the Star Wars world. I can't remember if it was Favaro or somebody else. Favreau, they... because they did a they did a like a. Like a it's behind, a behind yeah. the magic, behind the magic kind they, of thing. Yeah. But they blended the two together. Yeah, where, absolutely. like, so for example, I'm broad example here. This wasn't what they actually did, but like for instance, it would be a thing where like you'd have like a creature, like almost like a giant like creature with like four legs and a long tail, like the things like a stormtrooper would ride on, and maybe yeah. the front half of it would be practical, and then the back half would be CGI'd. Where you're not focusing on the front, uh, you know, the back part as much, so you can kind of get away with it. But the front is made of the actual, you know what I mean? So that they hybrid it enough where it's a much smoother um, uh, appearance. And I, and when I saw some of those, I'm like, holy shit! Like I didn't realize, like, you know, you kind of like jigsaw puzzling it together to make it look great, and it like it fucking comes out phenomenal. Yeah, and a lot of the background that they use the CGI for. They went and actually got actual pictures of landscapes that they wanted and manipulated it to make it look more like what they wanted it to look like if they right. were on a different planet and put that on the green screen. Which is smart. And that and it fucking worked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, ho- hopefully, I mean, I don't think anything is going to become major of this. I think that there are certain, you know, I don't think Marvel's going to suffer, clearly. Eventually, it's going to get to a point where it's going to be harder for Marvel to find companies to work with them whether it's paying until more. they learn all right these are the ideas we have implement them and we will check on each step to make sure it's going the way we want it to go you know what's funny since we're kind of on the subject real quick uh and since we're not going to talk about this in the round table since we've we're talking about the specific movies and shows sure. i was thinking about this with like okay we got all these other things coming up there's got to be an end point 
the MCU has to end at some point. There has to be some sort of finality to it. Now, I don't think it's Secret Wars. I don't think Phase no. 6 is the end-all, be-all of the MCU. There's still plenty of stories to tell. But if we have the Infinity Saga, the Multiverse Saga, do you think, what, we'll have maybe one more saga with, like, three more phases, and then Phase 9, it's like, we're done? I think so. I, I, I think so, too, because it, like, it's like... Eventually, it's going to get to a point where it's so oversaturated that nobody's going to be buying tickets for the movies anymore. Yeah, and I mean, there, there, there are. I mean, they are pulling some obscure references to obscure characters, which sure. And there's going to be certain things and moments. I think there, you know, I think personal theories that the next three phases after Secret Wars are going to be all mutant X Men faced, and that's going to be your big, you know. But there it, has, it, there has to be something. All they have left. Because they've already done all the other huge names. The only thing yeah. they have left is the X-Men. Yep. And unfortunately, they have to wait until 2025 to be able to use all of the X-Men. So, <laughs> I yeah, I, I heard rumors about that, which we can we can talk about another another time. But uh, rem remind me next week, because I, I have a lot more about that, because I, I have to do some more research on my side. But anywho, um, switching gears to uh, another weird – not weird story, but another I, – I, Basement mentioned this before, and I knew nothing about this whatsoever. Was the um, was the uh, the whole idea of the um, the, the uh, WNBA player who is who is she being is held captive in jail over in Russia right now because she accidentally so, brought some weed with her. So here, so Brittany Griner is a WNBA player now. Women's professional basketball players don't make as much as the men do for a very good reason. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm not saying Great that start. they're bad, okay. but there's a reason why men's basketball is way better than women's basketball. This woman decided to go over to Russia. So she can earn extra money. So she can earn extra money, which good for her. I mean, by all means, do it. Not telling you not to. You have every right to. Many of the other women. You're one of the best players in the world today, so why not? And many of the other women, same exact thing. So. But she de decided to go over to. This is why I do not fucking believe anything she is saying. Because she does smoke weed. Good for her. Don't care. Where she lives, it's perfectly legal. Well, whatever. I don't. I don't care what she does. JP was like that last night. But do not tell me, well, I didn't know it was in there. What, you don't fucking check your fucking bag? Have you ever never been to a fucking airport, you fucking idiot? What do they fucking tell you? Right. Have you're, So you're telling me your bags were not in your possession the whole fucking time. There's a Carlin bit that I love where he... I, I don't know if you've well, ever seen exactly. it. Yeah. I watched that the other night. Um, it, it's like... This is why I don't buy anything she's saying. She is justified in sitting in prison. I don't care what anybody fucking says. She had the weed on her possession. Russia doesn't give two fucking shits about whether or not you didn't know what was in there. It's in your possession now, so guess what? You're going to jail. You're going to jail. It's, it's just the way it is. And everybody's all up in arms. Well, they should follow our rules. No, they shouldn't. This they isn't their fucking, own country. Russia is not under American law. It's like the whole Ukraine thing. They have different rules of engagement than we do. Right. I, I, 
I I get it. It is unethical. In my point of view, it is unethical for them to be doing what they're doing. But according to their rules of engagement, they're justified in what they're doing. But what I was concerned about is that they're looking to do a trade with... Um... Yes. Russian arms dealer is going to be released and sent back to Russia and this so that we can get a basketball player back. Who cares? She's a fucking basketball player who does not do anything for me. What does she do for our country except entertain it's, us? It's it's very not, little at that. It's not that. It's the fact that like they're asking us to release. This is your. This yes. is our administration. The administration we are under. Right. This is how they work. This is how the the liberal Democrats work. This is how they work. Oh, you need a trade. We the only way we're gonna okay, we'll trade you an arms dealer, who is probably gonna go out fucking sell more more guns, and become another to arms people, dealer again, and then they're gonna have more guns on the fucking streets. But that's okay. Joe Biden said it was okay. Like, how does this make any fucking sense to anybody? Everybody sits there and says, "Well, we need to fucking ban guns. We need to do this. We need to do this." But we're going to fucking trade a fucking arms dealer for a fucking basketball player. And meanwhile, there are people Think under weed... That. Under Think weed, about that for a minute. There are people under weed charges here in America still sitting in prison. Yep. But think about... Just think about that for a fucking minute. We're all always sitting here bitching about, oh, we need to ban guns. We need to do this. We need to do this. But our current administration, our current government, who who we are under right now, wants to ban all guns. But they're going to trade a Russian arms dealer who will go out and sell more guns, whether it's to fucking Americans. Because they don't care. They only care about the fucking money. I mean, smart on Russia for trying to get the most out of the trade. But, like, you know, get it. But Fuck. what good does it do us? We're getting back a fucking clown-ass basketball player. Clown-ass. Well, she is. She's an idiot. I mean... Did they say that they're actually going to do it? It's, it's an offer that is on the table according to Joe Biden himself. If they do it, Joe Biden will not be president in a couple of years couple of years midterms are coming up this november he's yeah. not gonna make it um he got COVID twice um <laughs> why would he make that public knowledge because he's an idiot it's joe fucking Biden. i know it's the answer to the question well then why did you ask <laughs> Be because i'm trying to just wrap your head wrap around my uh, yes yes i'm trying to wrap my yeah, head around still wrapping your head around this i mean Seriously? Listen, I, I'm a stupid motherfucker, and I don't know politics that well, which is why I don't usually try to speak on them because I, I wisely at least I, I, I'm smart enough to know when I'm not the smartest man in the room, and I know when to shut the fuck up. Right. But sometimes there are things this in. This is in, also the same guy who went to a all Latino community <laughs> center and decided to sit there and play Despacito. Over his phone through the microphone to say, "Hey, I'm one of you guys." Look at this guy. I, look, look. This wasn't a look. taco bowl, a salad. I, 
on Cinco de Mayo. Um, I'm I fucking kidding. One thing, real quick, since we're on this, we're on this. Did you hear what Whoopi Goldberg said? That Joe Biden should be the Surgeon General because she's a good doctor. And her doctorate's in education. Her doctorate's in fucking education, you fucking idiot. <laughs> this, these are the, these are the beat. These, these are the people that are running our country, or the people that that vote for these fucking idiots. Think about that for a minute. So, so just, just the, the reason I brought up that original question was part of it was sarcasm, but the other part of it was legitimately like. There have been many times where I deal with and I have dealt with stupid people in my life. And I understand that that's, the, that's me throwing stones from my glass house sometimes. I understand that. I'm not trying to put myself on any fucking pedestal. But sometimes I have to sit down and literally like try to make sure I understand like did I did I misinterpret that wrong? Did I say something wrong? Did I process that? Did, did I like not explain this or are they just that fucking stupid? I don't think these people are stupid. I just think they're they're so enthralled in what their beliefs are that they'll believe anything. Can we get somebody in the in their fucking forties that runs the the state for fuck's sake or the fucking country at this point in time? He did at one point. He didn't do much better. Obama. Obama was like early or late forties, I think. I don't know how old he is now. How old is? I'll, I'll take him at this point in time. I will not. I don't want to have to pay two thousand dollars on my taxes for not having rather, health insurance. I would honestly much rather have Joe Biden than Barack Obama. Barack Obama. I'll take Bush Senior or Junior. I will take. Bush I will Jr. take him. Yes. I will take Jeb Bush over <laughs> fucking Joe Biden. We got to lay the framework for the groundwork and the framework. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Great quote. I, I just, I just, I don't understand. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on anybody or their beliefs, but when you literally tell me that you think Joe Biden would be a great Surgeon General when her doctorate is in education and not actually being a doctor of the body or medicine, you well because she can educate people. You need to be institutionalized. Now, if he, if she would have said Joe Biden would be a good, uh, uh, what do you call that? Secretary of Secretary Education. Secretary of Education, I would. All for it. All, all for it. it. Get rid of fucking Devos. I'm fine with that. She's another fucking. Well, mom. I kind of agree with her. I kind of agree with her. I don't think. There's some federal, things I agree with I, her. She thinks that the federal government should not be involved in education. The only thing that they should do. That should be The safe. only thing that they should do. This should be held on the states. Because they're all state-run, all the public schools are state-run anyways. So the only thing the federal government should do is is distribute budget, funding, distribute funding to the states so that yeah, they I agree can with that. help them. Yeah, I, I can buy that. They, there should not be a secretary of education, in my opinion. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You believe there should be a secretary of state? Secretary of education. education. Oh, education. Okay. I mean, so I, I, but but if you put her in as a, a director of education or whatever, I can I I all for that because she's she studied for it. She's an educated doctor, professor, whatever. You have a doctorate in that shit. Great, have at it. But you telling me that I need to have surgery on my colon because I didn't poop right? 
you literally are an idiot. Oddly specific, but okay. Oddly specific. I'm just... <laughs> that's... That's... What I'm saying is she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about when it comes to medicine. That's what the Surgeon General is for. <laughs> it's... Like that joke about Family Guy where like, we went to that diet or that 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 discount gynecologist. All right, Meg, let's take a look at that vagina. <laughs> so the, the, I, I, right. but, but that's that's what that's what our that's the way our government is being run right now. They would much rather trade for an arms dealer for a basketball player, for a basketball player, just to get this said basketball player back, so that they can a fucking professional, so that they can vote for them in the next upcoming. Election. I mean, and like I said, I can't fault. They're doing this. Can't fault Russia for trying to get the most out of this fucking deal. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't. But like, when the administration is that fucking stupid, of course you you're gonna sit there and put your big dick on the table. Fucking public I mean, knowledge. It just that, that like okay, you know what? I'll, I'll even say this much. I wouldn't be ups- I, I wouldn't be like rolling my eyes or like going like, "What the fuck?" If it like got leaked, fine. I understand you'd want to keep something like that shit under wraps. Why right. would you want to say it publicly to people in a speech? I don't get it. But anyway, um, it's, it's, it it makes my head hurt seeing my timeline and all this shit that pops up and what is trending I and all of that and it's just like oh my fucking I God. don't want to shit on Biden. I really don't. He is our president. But when he does stupid shit like like this or or he'll he'll tweet out like the other day he said I tested positive for COVID and but I was still working. I'm still working hard for the country. I mean, and sitting there shitting on Trump for needing to be helicoptered to fucking yeah, like, Williams Hospital. It's like, dude, did you not realize that was the height of the fucking COVID pandemic but, to but fucking it, begin with? No, it, but why would you even, who cares? This guy is so caught up in what Trump did that he will not stop talking about him. And that's going to be his downfall. You want to know why he's not, he keeps talking about him? Because Trump's going to end up Beating him again if he he's going to end up running, running president again. again. He here's fuck it. I'll throw this out there. So I have had multiple talks with people about this, and I'm I'm not going to get too too. Well, fuck it. We're already in this thing. Um, it falls deep. You might as well jump right in. I do not think Biden will be reelected. Period. Oh. No. I, 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 in, in my honest, humble opinion, he is not going to get reelected unless he pulls some sort of magical thing out his ass, um, which <laughs> no, uh, he's, he's not going to get reelected. I also don't think that Trump will, re- will run again or he won't get as far as, cause I think Pence is going against him right now too, which I thought was very interesting. And I'll be he honest with you. Pence. Before I vote for Trump, you would vote for Pence before Trump. Oh yeah, yeah, that's me too. Said, yeah. No, me too. Um, it's, and I think yeah, that's what's yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. I think that like whether you agree with Trump's involvement in whatever or the or the 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 Jan Six, whatever your thoughts on it, that that's fine. Regardless, the general consensus is that on his way out, he left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths or to the point enough that I think it's going to affect him possibly getting back to that like prime spot again, at least as far as the Republicans are concerned. Now, if he runs independently, 
fucking up in the air on that one. I I, yeah. I don't think he'll get that far, to be very honest. But if he's looking for the if he's if he's looking for the Republican nomination, mm -mm, I don't mm -mm, I don't think it's happening. Vote more with Democrat than anything. Yeah, I was about okay. to, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I. But but that's my point. If he's why why does he have to mention Donald Trump every other day? He's scared of Trump because he knows that. Trump was doing a better job. He than is he doing, is doing a better right job than he is doing right now. I think the reason he's could be wrong. Uh, he's he's leaning on what he knew worked for him, yeah. and I think that that's what worked for him to get him into office, for lack of a better, uh, for for lack of a better phrase or explanation. Oh, if you keep mentioning how I'm going to do better than Trump, that's going to get enough people to swing over to me. So if I keep mentioning how I'm doing things, like, look, okay, it, it, it's like anything else in management. You, you can blame the last guy for about four months, <laughs> maybe less than that. And then so it's kind of this, on you. I will, I will tell you this right now. The midterms are very telling on what will happen at the fucking next presidential election. He's not going to get reelected. If the, if, the, if the Republicans take the House... Biden is not getting reelected and anything that Biden will try to do will get shot down. Like, okay, here's and here's and here's another thing. This whole they, they have a they have a a a, a, a a bill before it's I can't remember what the act is called, but that's up, Casey. the act has to do with banning guns. Mm -hmm. Every time you see a Democrat argue that we need to ban assault rifles, literally, assault rifles are already banned. Yeah, that, that's all. The that, argument yeah. that we need to ban assault rifles is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard because assault rifles are already illegal. So why are you going to ban something that's already banned? What are you what are you accomplishing by banning something that's already banned? One thing that infuri I shouldn't say infuriates, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it really like aggravates me. And it's it's another reason why I don't usually talk about politics in general. And it's not Well, this it has, isn't even really a political discussion. No, 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 I understand that, but I'm just in in the in the realm of like social political stuff yeah. is that Fuck it, I'll say it's my generation. Um, that it's become <laughs> it's become toddlers shouting. Uh, it's not yeah. a discussion. It's not a debate. Um, I I truly believe in my heart of hearts that not one. When I say one side, I'm talking obviously conservative or liberal, Republican or Democrat, basically for argument's sake. Not one should be completely in control. It should be a balance yeah. of both, and a fair balance of both. Obviously, people are going to, generally speaking, lean towards more of values of one versus the other. That's fine. That's natural. But it should be a fair – it should be a discussion, not an argument over who's going to fucking win. Exactly. It should be a – it should be coming together of morals, ideas, and values to find out what the best solution is for both. You're not always going to win every – you're not going to win every fucking single time, which is fine. In my opinion mm – -hmm. If mm -hmm. the House has one party, the re the president should be the other, because well, it would be I mean, it, most of the time. But, most of the but time. If you do that, if you say, well, if we have to, then you're forcing people to vote for another person. 
that they don't want to vote. I, I was going to say, semantics. I, I understand that. But I'm saying is as far as like the, the – to, to balance things saying. yeah to balance it things out because sense, but that's why they have that's why they have the judicial branch as well <laughs> that, that, that's I know. why they have the three beautiful fucking mess <laughs> checks and balances so my thing is is the legislative branch should not they should they actually run this country yes yep the president does not run this country. He's just Correct. the figurehead. He's a the figurehead. Face. He's a head of state. That's Thank all he is. God. So, right now. Well, that's part of the fucking problem because the person actually running this country is as delusional as Biden is. Yes. Nancy Pelosi. Uh-huh. Um, Even the so, Dems are getting sick yeah. of her, but yeah. So, so, so the way it should Say work. something. The way it should work is the executive branch is the president. He is the head of the executive branch. Right. He is the one that hires the secretary of education, the, the, the cabinet, depart, the department heads. Yeah. He's he hires all of those department of justice, all those people. He appoints a justice and then they go before a Senate, which is there's your checks and balances. Justice. But right now we're it's like the executive branch and the legislative branch are in cahoots with each other because they're trying to push their agenda. Which is wrong. And I would say that on either on either party, right. I mean if and the Republicans were doing the same thing, the yeah. Judicial branch, the judicial branch is getting shit on because of the abortion issue right now. But they didn't change the law because again, and I say this and I keep saying this and I've said this numerous times. Roe versus Wade is not a fucking law. It was a decision by the court right. to say that abortions are justified. Now, kind of, I know we're like, <laughs> yes. and that, that's partly my fault too. But what I was saying was going back to the original reason of why I don't, I usually don't speak about this. And it's, it has nothing to do with anybody in my inner circle of people, such as you guys, basement Gene or whoever, um, or even, you know, relatively close friends and family. However, the reason I don't talk about it like more publicly or like on social media or like my Facebook is relatively clean as a whistle for, you know, is because mine has been recently too. Not your Twitter, uh, has been, um, uh, which I don't give a shit. No, I just, I just, I, I love that. But if you <laughs> I, the shitty if you, grin you have on your face. Like, I know I'm do, doing if that. If you do notice, if you do notice that the other day, I was just going to make mention of this. There was a Republican who I wholeheartedly agree with. And she's like, well, the Democrats this. And I literally tweeted at her and said, this is why we can't get anything done in this country. is because you all sit there and, and bicker, point fingers and point fingers and bicker back and fucking forth. It's everybody else's fault, not your own. When are you all going to fucking learn? That this isn't just about you, it's about us. And we are the ones the that hire you fuckers. The politicians are are our servants. They work for us. They forget <laughs> this. It, I just I I think back to another Carlin thing where like he's like, when you get pulled over by a police officer, like, you know, take the ticket, grumple it on the ground, say, fuck you and your ticket too. It's like, say, you're a public servant. Get me a glass of water. Um but but no, you but 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 you to your point, absolutely one hundred percent is that like Majority of people, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to categorize people or group people in together. However, they do that on their own. 
I was about to say that's part of it, but like I feel like there there are people who are not up for having a conversation. They don't have a conversation. They want to have a shouting match, in which case the loudest voice wins, and that's not a way for anything to get done. That's a way for people to get frustrated, be like, "Fuck it, I don't want to deal with this." And winning is just them people not having to want to deal with somebody who is not being rational or thinking. I understand very clearly that there are going to be ideals, concepts, and things and values that are going to be different from people's, even from Heather and JP's here on the call, which is fine because... We are adults I'm, and don't have to talk I, about I, it. I'm not going to instill my values and beliefs on them. I'm going to explain mine and not necessarily defend them with what you're saying you just never know unless you say said things right so my point is my friend my friend put a post out on facebook not too long ago and she sat there and said that people need to stop shouting at each other and i sat there and said this is the problem since we have taken clubs like av club debate club and all these other and even political clubs out of schools We've ended up with this mess. I feel like it's if turned into... Back, if you bring back the debate club, you bring back the ability for people to have an open conversation of differing opinions and not end facts at the same time. Did you watch... Did you... While keeping everything calm and together did and you... collected. Did you watch any of the presidential debates? The oh, recent God. ones? <laughs> Did you? Did you? Though? Very, very little. Okay, so they—that wasn't a debate. That was yeah, a no, that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't watch it. Was, it, was, it was Biden calling him a clown. Yeah, and, well, fuck you. And it's essentially what it was. That how is that getting anything? How are you telling me what your policies are if you're going to tell a guy he's nothing but a clown? Like, what the fuck good is that? That's why I didn't vote for Biden. All he did was every other word that came out of his fucking mouth was, you're a clown. You don't know what you're fucking talking about. The point mean, for, the, for the first debate for CNN, a CNN reporter to sit there and fucking say, that was a shit show. Yeah. I, yeah, 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 yeah tell you, people? That, that, that put a smile on my face. I'm not going to lie because of just of, of, of lovingly seeing the, the absurdity of it all. But, um, but, uh, the, the the way I perceive it is that more people care about having that like got them got them moment like the moment where like I'm gonna say something that's gonna shut them up and get the round of applause and everybody standing like no like certain things fine I understand where you're like trying to like make a point and like make a, a stance on something I understand that to an extent like if something's fucked up and going on that you feel strongly and passionate about. I understand that completely. Like, for example, like when you see the parents confronting the school board about the school shootings and what they're going to do, I can understand to an extent the frustration from those parents' perspective of kids mm -hmm. who are affected by that. I, I don't I don't blame them on, on stuff like that. Fine. There's ways to get your point across to be very stern and understand that, like, you don't understand the fucking, you know, et cetera. But there are other instances. There are other instances where it's just like you see protesters who have just their fucking brains turned off, and it's actually interesting. The reason I bring this up is because I saw two videos recently on abortion rallies. One of them was exactly what you see all the time. People are shutting people down, shutting these people up, and just like in their fucking faces and not giving them a chance to speak and whatnot. The other, which was extremely fucking refreshing, was. 
a guy came up to a group of women who are part of not the same rally, but a abortion rally or pro-choice. Right. And there was four of them. And at first they were going to like, like, we're going to fuck you up. We're going to cuss you out. And he started talking to them and they respectfully were talking back and they, and he was asking them questions about what they stand on and, and, and asking them questions about their beliefs and stance and why they think that he presents some facts and some questions to back up, not like to challenge them, but to, to get more information explained. And they were having a most civil conversation in the middle of the fucking protest. And then the best part was a bunch of other women, completely different from the group, but still part of the rally, were about to start cussing him out just like because they saw the camera and the microphone. And the four women he was talking to like, no, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. Let him talk. He's giving us the platform. He's listening. He's having a discussable conversation. I'm like. Can there please be more of this in the fucking world for the love exactly. of Christ? Exactly what needs to happen in this world, in, in, in this country. God damn it, people. Instead of, and I've said it numerous fucking times, the reason our country is so fucked up is we don't, we don't like each other. We don't like associating with <laughs> others because if we do that, we might actually Not agree wrong. with something that they might fucking say. Even though we're still on the different side of the of the of the fence, people need to be fucking humbled. Yes, they do, and and people just need to let other people speak. Now, I'm not going to say I'm always right. No, and I'm not always right. No, you. I'll tell you, I was right. Go back and forth <laughs> on wrestling tonight, where we disagreed, and I right. do disagree with some of the things he said. Yeah, but we did but it, it makes, But it makes sense what he is saying, and the more I think about it, it could be a thing. However, but I also, and I also understand that that my that what the way I perceive it because it's art and art is subjective or entertainment is subjective. I understand that it's the same thing with the round table. I understand that there are aspects of it that you're gonna see that I don't, and vice versa, and that's fine. I, that's why I said in every one of my wrestling reviews, I'm like, these are my opinions. Because I understand that there are parts of it that I appreciate and enjoy that not everybody else is going to appreciate and enjoy. That's why I, that's why I sat there and said in my Facebook post to her, if we bring back the debate clubs in these, high, in these schools, bring it back as early as fucking junior high. Because the sooner we teach this younger generation coming behind us... I'm right there with you on that one. How to have... A proper conversation bringing not only facts, but also your opinion in a respectful manner. And hearing, actually hearing so, what the other side has to say. If you're going the to, better off this country is going to be. If you're going to debate with somebody, yes, you're debating on your opinion, but you have to... I'm not going to fucking start talking to somebody if I'm not going to present a fact and an opinion. Because then you're just, you're just, you're not going to... You're not gonna even come close. Well, you're, that you, if you present, if you present an opinion, in my eyes, if you present an opinion, you better back it up with facts. Because if you don't, well, that's what I said. If you don't back it up with facts, why are you even? Why are you even debating? That that I I can mostly agree with. The only the only thing is that sometimes. There are opinions based off of feelings and emotions that are connected to either maybe not even directly to what it their opinion is, but could be subjectively an opinion based upon some other perception. Or, yeah, so I mean, 
sort of kind of it like most yeah i i I get where you're coming from as far as like yeah there needs to be some sort of like foundation to it like a sturdy foundation i can understand someone having the opinion of something because they're i mean shit there how much is there sort of fucking misinformation out there nowadays anyway so i can't really blame people for getting the information wrong sometimes because hi internet but um but i'm more of the idea of like i can i can get behind well, why? Well, I don't feel like this is a good idea for X, Y, and Z. And maybe the X, Y, and Z may not be... So- How many times have you had an instance in your life, and, and maybe you haven't, and I'm, I'm talking out of my ass here, where you don't like something because of a gut feeling? You can't explain why, you can't, like, it just can't shake the... That I can relate to. I'm not saying that's going to work for every fucking, <laughs> every debate, but, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, if you're if you're but if you're gonna debate about, I'm talking about the debate. Like, if you're gonna debate with another, if you're running for office, you that, that's a, <laughs> well. I mean, fucking, fucking up with facts. it's a circus at this if point in time. So anything's game. So with somebody about of who is the greatest football player of all time. Yeah, that's that's yeah yeah. You better present some facts because if you don't, then why in the fuck are you even arguing? Well, because he oh because his shirt's green. <laughs> right. So, like, like the, the, old, the old argument, who's better, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? I can't argue the fact that Tom Brady has more Super Bowl rings than Aaron Rodgers. Can't dispute that because it's true. Right. However, I will debate with you that Aaron Rodgers is a better thrower of the football than Tom Brady is. Well, like, you know, said earlier, your favorite wrestler is Ric Flair. There's plenty of reasons why it's very easy to understand why Flair is, a, it was, is your favorite or one of your favorites. Mine's Undertaker. Same reason. There are, you know, not, not the exact same reasons, but understandable. Like, evidence to back up why. Right, exactly. Um, but speaking of fucked up weird things. <laughs> oh, come on. As we, as we, as we pivot away from this. Um, since, we, since we talked, I think, I think we did, did a pretty decent amount of political talks. So we're going we're gonna to switch gears here to something a little bit more lighthearted, which uh, this, this one's fucking hilarious because i think i think heather posted this one and instantly brought a smile to my face about the sims update uh in the sims game so for those of you who don't know actually i'll I'll let heather explain this one because i i I think uh and then i have a story about this not this specific thing but yeah go ahead go ahead the sims creators and their infinite wisdom accidentally i don't think and they brought back the wanting system into the game that they had back in 2004 and apparently there was a glitch with this system that created <laughs> I'm just gonna come out and say it hey. incestuous dreams of fathers wanting to sleep with their daughters and grandmothers wanting to sleep with their grandsons so I'm just going to point this out right now and Bobbitt will probably agree with me. The porn industry is really huge into the incestuous porn aspect of things. Uh, so with them doing that, I don't think it was a mistake. I think they did it on purpose. It was this after hours of extensive research, JP. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, apparently, uh, they say accidentally because as people reported it, they were just like, oh, fuck, yeah, we need to fix that right away. <laughs> They, they took their time. Um, um, yes, yeah, apparently Sims 
world has turned very incestuous. <laughs> and as well as having another glitch of extremely rapidly aging the characters <laughs> as well. Well, at least they're legal. That's the big thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, you know, let's tackle one problem at a time here. That way we don't have fucking, what's his name? Uh, Chris Hansen. What are you doing here? Or in, in Sims, like, Baba's Gusna. Whatever the fuck, I can't. Have you seen the people who fucking speak, like, Simish or whatever the language is, like... Oh my god! Like almost like fluently, like I, I don't like it baffles that? me that you're able to speak gibberish well, with such confidence. in the games use. What the fuck are you? I see. This is what I've never oh, played. This. So okay. So here's the thing. So JP in the in the Sims game, they speak their own language, right? But it's gibberish. But what's beautiful about it is that it is gibberish with such confidence that it sounds like it's an actual other language. Language. It's yes. it's fascinating to me because people will be like, um, you know, how's your day going? Like, wh- like what the fuck? Like, it, it, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm doing a poor, poor job of it, but like, I don't know, it just it, it fucking blows my mind. You you have to look this up afterwards, and Heather can show you too. Um, now, a side story off of this, just because this made me laugh my ass off. There is actually a very famous, I think it was either Reddit or YouTube post where a guy read Sims three patch notes. And was literally in tears laughing. And I found the list. And this is... <laughs> when you when you read these without... No- yeah, fuck it, even if you just read these. Context. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Grim Reaper will no longer be prevented from reaping souls due to band affiliation. <laughs> the look on JP's face. That's the start of all the BTS craze, too. Fixed a tuning issue so that Sims now vomit at acceptable levels. <laughs> Becomes enemies with child wish no longer appears. This is this is these these are these are the gems. Sims who are on fire will no longer be forced to attend graduation before they can put themselves out. <laughs> Pregnant Sims can no longer brawl. Thank God. Um, Baby Sims will no longer become stuck on a Sims hand while driving a car. (laughs) These are are glitches that the patch is fixing. Um, Sims will no longer receive a wish to skinny dip with mummies. And this is the best one of them all. The, The hands down, the coup de grace. A meteor can hit a building, in which case everyone will run, run out before the collision. Those who do not exit the building will die, right? Sims automatically leave if a meteor appro- is approaching, unless it is a school in which the children are not allowed to leave and will always die. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, So incestuous relationships, I think, is up there as far as patch notes for The Sims for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. saw that, and it, it, it the YouTube videos, the guys reading it, it's like fucking, um, yeah, Alpha. Yeah, actually, I think Alpha. That's I think where I fucking saw it from. It's 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 so likely, yeah. fucking good. Like it, it was really fucking funny. Um, 
The last bit I had here before we wrap up, unless you guys wanted to add anything else to here, was um, just a fun little note about the the latest new popular gaming craze, uh, that game that we actually played a couple days ago here on the channel, which was Stray. And what's interesting to note is just the fact that the, the game Stray has outdone, uh, I think it's ratings uh, or downloads uh, compared to God of War. Or reviews, yeah, that was it. Uh, compared to God of War. and what's God of War in the reviews... And I found out a couple hours ago, it's actually heading on its way to Editor's Choice for PlayStation. And, I mean, we, you've played it. We, we've been on the stream with you. It's, so far, I mean, it's fine. But, like, the fact that, like, it's, it, this is one of those things where it's, like, it's a niche thing that just, like, blew the fuck up. And it's just, like, wh like <laughs> maybe it's just me getting older. I'm, like, what the fuck? It's because it's a fucking cat. You play as a cat. You can do everything a cat can do. I mean, you saw me do it. I jumped on the piano. I played with the jingle ball. I stuck my head in a paper bag. Yep. I climbed walls, knocked over books. I I was a cat. I did see. I did see somebody already made a Spyro the Dragon mod to it, so you can actually yeah. be Spyro the Dragon as as, which I thought was fucking badass. But but like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. You know what? I can. I can. I can believe this game does better than god of war uh sure sure um I think, I think with the biggest portion of it that helped push it to that point it's a completely free game on yeah. day of launch yeah yeah the I graphics think, I think in the game are absolutely beautiful the story as we are figuring out is more about trying to get these robots to the outside, get them outside of this toxic city of this dystopian future. Are you talking about the game? Yes. Yeah, the game Stray. Yeah. And it's also the fact that you are a cat. <laughs> this game has this game has blown up like you have not fucking believed. I mean, I, I can I can sort of believe it. What's that? How can how can he persuade a fucking robot to fucking follow him? That's why you gotta. There's also another little robot in that backpack that is helping him communicate with the other robots. Oh my god! He's as as we've gotten up to in the story in the point of where we are in the game. He helped fix a transponder to connect with robots that have already made it to the outside. That they you know, are like cats do. <laughs> the the part I'm up I'm up to now. I don't know how the fuck i am going to beat it because it looks really difficult but we'll see it I does look it we'll see but um but that's pretty much all the big stuff unless there's anything else you guys wanted to add in last minute here for uh because we went pretty pretty well we went about almost two hours here tonight unless there's anything else you guys wanted to throw out there i know there was a lot more stuff that we had posted in, in, in our little discord chatty chat but those i think were the big big ones i could think of think of or found I mean, I don't, I don't... Um, what about the cease and desist letter that ABC has gotten over certain remarks that Joy Behar and members of The View have made? Yes, I forgot to... That, you know what? I'm sorry. I completely forgot about to adding that one. So, um... What, what the hell happened though with that? I did not read much of the article myself. Let me pull it up here. Yeah, I'll pull it up myself too. Um, so let's see. So Joey Behar is on the View, and it looks like she was. Uh, let me just see here. 
apparently she just did an interview not too long ago where she said she was glad to have been fired from the view back in it looks like 2013 um so 79 year old star served as an original panelist on the abc daytime talk show when it launched back in 1997 was like low in 2013 although she returned in 2015 mean and admitted that she was sick of being on the show at that point um at the time of the initial filing, Joey alleged that uh, it was not her choice to leave and claimed someone on the production wanted her gone because of her political views. She said, somebody wanted me gone was not 100% my choice. When they told me they weren't renewing, I said, good, I'm out of here. I didn't like the way the show was going at the time, the way I heard it, and I don't know what was true because you never know. They got rid of a Republican, so they wanted to get rid of a Democrat. Uh, that's not the first time I've been fired from my politics, so I wasn't shocked by it. Um, interesting. Well, actually, the article I'm talking about is um, Turning Point USA sending the cease and desist letter because of something that Whoopi Goldberg had said. Oh, yeah. Which is... Oh, here we go. Yep, sorry, wrong one. Um, interesting. Okay, so let me just pull here. I think I have an article from the New York Post. What does it say? So, oh, this is a lot more juicier than I expected it to be. Uh, Turning Point USA issued a scathing cease and desist letter to ABC News on Tuesday calling for the Disney-owned company to retract the defamatory statements or defamatory statements made earlier this week on The View or face legal action. Quote, the false statements of fact intentionally made during The View's July 25th segment were unquestionably harmful to TPUSA's reputation and brought the organization and its students affiliated uh, students affiliated into disrepute. Distribute with the public, potential donors, and current and future business partners posing a significant financial loss to the organization, the letter stated. Fox News Digital has obtained the letter. Addressed the NBC New York uh, News New York Bureau Chief uh, and ABC Assistant uh, Chief Counsel, which accuses The View of making false, derogatory, and defamatory statements about its recent student action summit. Uh, ABC News did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Um, it looks like... She basically blamed Turning Point USA for welcoming Nazis into their company. So, metaphorically. That's what she's saying. She's saying it was metaphorically neo-Nazis are now part of TPUSA. But, wow. of course... Well, but you let them in, like... and you knew what they were. Whoopi Goldberg inaccurately said before the panelists were forced to read in the disclaimer and explain that the neo-Nazis were outside protesters and the TPUSA didn't let them in. My point was metaphorical, Goldberg said. You full of shit. shit. Well, she is. She's the one that thinks Joe Biden will make a good service. And this is, and this is why I try not to talk on shit I don't know anything, anything fucking about. Like, that is exactly one of the reasons why. Because you talk out of your ass, and then you look like a pe- Like, fuck off. It, it, it is it is actually and these are the people there are people that believe everything that these women fucking say every word that pours out of their mouth is complete fucking fact and it's going to be you, if you they ever, are going to be the next leaders of this country so if you have a chance i do want you to watch an episode of the view because they will please say no something. please don't make me i know i've no, i've, no, I've no, tortured no, no. you with marvel it's but funny. please don't they make me watch the view no no listen listen because they will say something i want i don't don't even worry about what they say. Listen to the crowd. They will clap. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I agree with you. I'll, get, I'll give you. I will give you the if prime they, example. If they, if they tell you that that drinking cyanide is a good idea, that crowd will cheer that shit. Prime <laughs> example: Joy Behar on one of the episodes shortly after the Uvalde shooting 
sat there and said they had a person of color on the panel that was not usually part of their panel arguing against stricter gun control laws because we all know that's not going to do shit. It's not. And Joy Behar actually fucking sat there and said, well, watch how fast they do something when it's a fucking black person that does it. Excuse me? You got away with saying that on fucking live television. These, these, and then the crowd fucking applauded it. They went fucking nuts. These, these people that watch this show are fucking morons. I watch it to laugh because I think it's fucking funny. So I have watched clips of The View. I'm very careful about which, uh, which clips I watch. It's usually with celebrities talking about whatever they're there to promote because right. usually it's a celebrity or person. The one person I would love to see on The View, and it's never going to fucking happen, but the one person I would love to see on The View would be um, Bill Burr. Bill Burr would oh. be an absolute gem. Bill Burr would destroy those women with one sentence. Mm-hmm. All it would and, be- and, 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 I I love Bill Burr, obviously repping mass, but like, I just watched one of his specials recently and fucking die. Like, I have no problem with the view with these women individually. I actually think individually these women are actually uh, okay, but for whatever reason, the stars and the planets align somehow that when they come together in front of a live studio audience, I I I. I, I I, I don't understand what the fuck sort of dark magic happens that I, I can tell you what it is. Like uh, aside from the jokes about like like people hating on the view for like you know general you know the the fucking common. I can tell you why. Because Donald they're pushing Trump. shit. Donald oh. Trump. Donald Trump. It's all Donald Trump. That's where they get all their fucking shit. That seriously, that's what it is. In fact, Donald Trump has been on that show. Before he became a politician. Yeah, I know that. But it, it just... They loved him. I, they I just... Like, you're, you're right in the sense of like, drink cyanide, it's great for your lungs. The crowd the crowd will fucking... I mean, that's just, that's overboard, but yeah. they will literally cheer that shit. It's good for your, it's good for your libido. Drink, drink cyanide. Like, what? Deal. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, Hail Hydra. Uh, no shit. I I, I just like. <laughs> Tim just said Connor doing a review of the View would be awesome. I'll do it with him. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Tim. That's kind of tempting. That's uh, that's a little that's a little tempting. I'm not gonna lie. But no, I just though though it, it just. It's like they're like verbal diarrhea, and I get like some people have that, but it's like ver- like it's bad verbal diarrhea. Like it's the type of like you need to see a doctor, or you know like a like the Surgeon General of Education, um, you know some, something along those lines. But anywho, um, I think he even sat there and made a joke of the whole Me Too movement because Neil Patrick Harris was on the show, mm-hmm. and he had done another show with Whoopi Goldberg, mm-hmm. and he sat there and he said, you know, you I was only fourteen at the time. And you had approached me in an inappropriate manner. And she sat there and she said, well, you know, if I still have it you and you still want it, you know, it's there. And they laughed. It's Did like, Neil Patrick Harris laugh? Yes. Ugh. Well, 
But it, it was that uncomfortable, like, I need to laugh or I'm going to die. Okay, okay. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not condoning that. I'm just, I'm just saying is that, it, like, I wasn't sure we, if it was meant as a joke or what, what the, you know. Literally, a whole cast of women that are sitting there and praising these other women that are coming out with this Me Too movement and saying, you're so brave. Make a fucking joke of the same fucking situation because it was the other way around. Yeah, of course they would. Terry Crews had, I don't know if you know that story too, but like Terry yes, Crews, yeah. yeah, same. But anyway, that's a whole other, that's a whole other topic for another time. But um, yeah, fuck, fuck the view. There's a reason I haven't watched it and, 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 and not subscribed to it. Um, but other than that, I think, uh, was there anything else, Heather, you wanted to throw out there? Uh, everything I can think of. All right. I think we're good here to wrap up the 30th episode of uh, No Bucks Given. want to thank you all for tuning in. appreciate checking us out here on your favorite platform, whether it be here on YouTube or your audio platforms, wherever you can listen to us, you know, Apple, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever wherever it is you want to uh, listen or view us from. Make sure you subscribe to us here on the channel, youtube.com slash horny go, because we got so much cool content coming your way. Um, we got some more video gameplay, of course. Horny Goat GM, again, no bucks given every single Saturday night. Uh, and, of course, we've got the Marvel Roundtable coming at you this Monday with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I just finished it, and this will be one of my hills to die on. Don't give a shit. This will be one of my hills to die on. I still think it's fucking amazing. We'll, we'll get into it on Monday. Uh, I actually am not going to lie. I kind of did enjoy it. But yes, there's definite nitpicks with this shit. And oh, I'll tell I, you why I liked it. Because I can believe. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get into it. There, there's but, on Monday. Yeah, I'm, just heads up. There are. I will tell you right now, even though that I still say this is one of my favorite shows, there are, in my opinion, two very glaring problems with it. Oh, we'll oh, get yeah. there. We'll get there. Oh, yeah. But anyway, we'll thank you. The same. I think we'll let we'll, I'll mention them off air. We don't want to spoil everything. We have, we have to have people tune in. Anyway, we'll see you guys maybe tomorrow for some random gameplay. We'll see how the day goes because you know basement's not here to say we'll take a day off and then we'll be the first one to suggest this get together. Uh, he's not here to defend himself, so fuck it. And uh, if not, we'll see you guys Monday for the Marvel Roundtable. Till then, guys. Peace out, bitches. See you later, guys. <laughs>